Let's get Tony Gollan's assessment of this horse. We all talk about a lot because he's so damn good, and that's Antino. So he's 11 starts, nine wins, one third by Redwood. He's a five-year-old. And um, he went to Sandown on Sunday, 1,500 metres. He started really heavily back favourite, $1.35. I believe $1.90 or thereabouts was betting. Look, he was always going to win. Margin wasn't great. So let's get Tony Gollan's assessment. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Steve. I know you pretty well. I just read the body language after the race that you may have thought he, he should have won a little bit easier. Is that right or not? Am I being unfair? Oh, not really. I, I was pretty. Um, I was probably just relieved that he won. I mean, he's that short price favourite, really. Um, no, I thought he did pretty similar to what his wins can be like, to be honest. He won at Eagle Farm in the seven furlong race oh, about three or four starts ago in a similar matter. He was back off them and had to really sustain a a good long run and, and then just gets the job done. And that's that's what he did on the weekend. Until you really sit and look at all the sectionals, the races, et cetera, et cetera, it's hard to just to know how much merit there is or, or not in the win. But no, I, was, I was happy enough with the win knowing there's still good improvement to come. And strong through the line as well. And here to shock is no slouch. And he had a fair bit of, you know, what, what about two and a half kilos less? Yeah, two and a half kilos difference pulling the weight. And I just knew coming off the corner, they, they'd really skipped and put the, put the pressure on. And, um, we, we were still spotting him a little bit of a start and he looked as though he was going to really level up and, and get past him quite easily but the, the second horse gave a really good kick and you know he, he was a tough horse to get past. Yeah your horse's sectional was the quickest in the race 33.89 of course you're heading towards the Turak, uh, the decision was made by the Amelia Jewel camp to head in that same direction but do you think um, so We're thinking that she might only get 55 and a half, 56 Oh so. really, okay yeah, I'm not totally sure exactly what weight she's going to get. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's not going to be an easy task in handicaps. She she hasn't been penalised a hell of a lot lately. I think her last three wins, I don't think she's got any penalties. So she's um, she's just they're holding her rating where she's at, and she's going to get into the tour act. I'd imagine quite well. Yeah. I just took a line through more joyous, I suppose. She was similar age. She won two group ones into the tour act, got 58. But and uh, he's won the uh, she's won the one, hasn't she? Um. Amelia's yeah, still, so. yeah, she has. She's only won the one over in Perth, and so yeah, they haven't adjusted her ratings a hell of a lot. So she's, um, yeah, she's going to get in the Turak, you know, this year anyway. And uh, looks as though she'll get in not too badly. Okay, and what are you expecting then with Antino? Fifty-four and a half. We're hoping no more than that. Probably fifty-five tops, which is, you know, for a horse that's one one listed in the Group Three, that's that's certainly enough weight. And where do we sit rider-wise, Tony? Uh, Blake Shin, I believe he's back that day. Lovely. Uh, so he'll, he'll ride at the 54. Isn't he a good jockey? I said this last week. You know, you could rest a coffee cup on his back when he rides. He's got this. He just, he's just a beautiful seat. He's just, he's just the consummate professional. Even the way he rode your horse after, he obviously told him he would have watched all the replays. But he was a bit tardy again. But just got him straight into the one out, one, one out, two back spot. Yeah, well, that's exactly what you see him do every, every run. So, I mean, Blake does his homework well. He's, you know, he's a world class rider. So. It's always good to have him on. It was obviously unfortunate for Jimmy not to be on the horse, but to have someone like Blake on, it was it was no um it was no problem. He does his homework well, and he's just a good jockey. So he had to relinquish his spot, just one spot there early in the run, just to come back to be able to get to where he wanted to, and that was um give him plenty of room, and he got the job done. Tony, you mentioned post race to the guys on the weekend that you believe his best win last prep was the Wayne Wilson. That was fourth up from a break. What are you, what are you going to do with him fourth running, Antino? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not really sure, to be honest. There's a couple of different options there, and I'll talk to the connections about this, you know, in the next sort of couple of weeks. I mean, my mind's firmly been set on the tour rack with him the whole way along, was to get to that third up, and then we can... We have options, and we can make some decisions post that. 
we've still got a nominee for the Cox Plate, and whether that's just a yeah you know, a little bit a little bit too hard for him, wait for age, and that's you know absolute top level, um, or we look at you know the Waterford Crystal Mile on the same day, uh, they head back to Sydney and there's a wait for age race there as well at Group Two level, a Group Three level worth a bit of money, which leads into that the new race, the Five Diamonds, which is two weeks after that. Whether we go that deep or whether we even just wait and go a month and barrier trial into the Five Diamonds, so there's there's a few different options which way we want to go, um, but we can let all that sort of leave it all rest. We haven't got to make that decision till after the Turak. Mm. How far is that Five Diamonds race? 1800. Yeah, gee, that's right, and he's that's sort of probably his perfect trip around this as a five-year-old. Would you think that, even though he hasn't been to that yet? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things Blake said as soon as he came in on on Sunday. He really feels like a 2,000 metre horse. He just floats in the run, and that's what we've seen him in, in Brisbane here as well. He, he just he's travelling well enough, and he'll, he'll just float, and then he just knuckles down and gets the job done. But, but no, no reason to think that he wouldn't run 2,000. His pedigree's all all to do with that, and you know he's just such a relaxed animal. You can ride him anywhere and do anything on him, which you guys have seen us do, lead from wide draws over shorter trips, etc. You can do whatever you want on this horse. So. 2000, I think it'd be perfect. It's just whether we're, you know, whether we're good enough or brave enough to have a look at a Cox Plate. Just with uh, Skirt the Law, you've just decided to spell? Yeah, the good three is she's just not really enjoying them at all. She's jarring up, and her post race, initial post race recoveries are just are that of a stressed horse on them, which is, which is a shame. Um, don't know what that means for a summer here in Queensland. We get good ground here as well, but she's certainly not coping on those firm tracks at the moment. Her run first up with a bit of cut in the ground was terrific. Yeah, got on two good threes since then, and we've seen a shadow of ourselves. I know we can't say the word fast. It's a swear word, but that track was fast, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, they run a couple of track records, you know, mm. on the night. They're flying, and they're upgraded very early in the meeting. So, I mean, mm. it was a three, I think, race two maybe yeah. on a Friday night, which is, very early, which is very early in a meeting, you know. So, immediately when the upgrade come through that early, I started to get a little bit worried. Um, but look, that's that's a, that's a sign of the times. You know, there's no rain. It's yeah, tracks are firm, and that suits some horses. Doesn't suit others. Unfortunately, it's not suiting this filly. I'm I'm blessed with Antino that he seems to go on all ground, which is good. Just with Zarastro, gee, you've done a good job with him. You got him from, of course, uh, Wallace Stable, and you've you've started him I think four times for three wins. Is he going to have a bit of a break and prepare for the summer, Zarastro? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he should be fourth from four, shouldn't he? He's a tragedy beating his first start for us, but. He's been a really nice horse. He's he's not straightforward, otherwise we wouldn't have him. But he's he's a lovely animal, big strong horse, and he can reel off good sectionals. And he's just going to cool his jets now for a couple of weeks, and we'll start mapping a bit of a summer campaign out for him. What about the other Z horse, Zeus Style? It's just a pity he's tardy away because he has to use fuel. Yeah, he. I think he he just his joints look a bit puffy after that run on that good ground as well. It's just not ideal for him. He's obviously in the twilight of his career, Zeus Style. He's had a myriad of things you know, go wrong with him in his life from when he was a yearling really um, he's just not up to that top grade so we're bringing him home as well, you'll see him in the summer he's always been a good summer star here in Queensland he, he loves the summer weather, summer conditions and summer tracks here at home and he's going to be a welcome addition to the summer team you know, obviously he's not a magic means horse and you've got to win that listed race um, and it always gets a lot of weight in it to try and get that wild card into the big day but we'll bring him back in the summer and, and just see where his career where his career ends up after that. This this may be his last preparation this summer. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. All right. And um, what about Freedom Rally? Is he back in the stable preparing for the summer period, Freedom Rally? Yeah, yeah he's back in. He'll um he'll have one run, I'd imagine, before we go to the gateway with him. That's his sort of main target in the summer. 
won't be a big summer for him. It's all just hinged on hopefully trying to win that gateway with him. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, yeah just trying to think that um, when Zusol ran that phenomenal time, he's run phenomenal time on a couple of occasions. Of course, Tony got him. Um, he ran a record one day at Sunshine Coast, didn't he? Yeah, 55.72. That was November 21. Then he won the George Moore, ran 196. Um, yeah, he's just run fast times right throughout his career as well. I might be thinking of another Gollan horse, am I? Um, trying to think of the Jim Byrne rode the horse one day from an outside gate is in my head. Anyway, I'll have a look and I'll find it.